You're listening to the Jesus for Everyone podcast, a podcast where we talk about the intersection of faith and social justice and what a first century Jewish prophet of the poor from Galilee offers us today in our work of love, compassion, and justice. To support this podcast, go to renewedheartministries.com and click donate. Given the focus of the story, faith is synonymous with persistence in praying for and working toward justice here on earth. It's about concrete change in our present systems. It's about persistence in our reordering of this present world. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Jesus for Everyone podcast. My name is Herb Montgomery and this is episode 440. Our title this week is Persistence Toward justice and our reading is from the gospel of luke luke 18 1 through 8 then jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up he said in a certain town there was a judge who neither feared god nor cared what people thought and there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea grant me justice against my adversary for some time he refused but finally he said to himself even though i don't fear god and care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says, and will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth. Now, historical Jesus scholars attribute this week's parable to the Jewish Jesus, although they, they also allow for the possibility that, that the author of Luke here created this story, uh, um, given the, the overall focus of the Gospel of Luke. Either, it could go either way in their estimation, and the story only appears here in Luke's version of the Jesus story. But, but the message is clear. The message encourages persistence, uh, and, and the widow in the story also is demanding justice. In the patriarchal culture of Jesus' society, a widow had a, a fragile economic status, and, and the justice tradition of Judaism had always uh, addressed that. In Psalm 68.5, it says, A father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in God's holy dwelling. The Most High, oh, this is Psalms 146.9, The Most High watches over the foreigner and sustains the fatherless and the widow, but the Most High frustrates the ways of the wicked. Proverbs 15.25, the Most High tears down the house of the proud, but the Most High sets the widow's house, or widow's boundary stones in place. Isaiah 1.17, learn to do right, seek justice, defend the oppressed, take up the cause of the fatherless, plead the case of the widow. And Isaiah 1.23, you rulers are rebels, partners with, with thieves. They all love bribes and chase after gifts. They do not defend the cause of the fatherless. The widow's case does not come before them. Isaiah 10.2, to deprive the poor of their rights and withhold justice from the oppressed of my people, making widows their prey, robbing the fatherless. And Jeremiah 7.6, if you do not oppress the foreigner, the fatherless, or the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place, if you do not follow other gods to your own harm. Jeremiah 22.3, this 
this is what the Most High says. Do what is right. Do what is just. Rescue from the hand of the oppressor, the one who has been robbed. Do no wrong or violence to the foreigner, the fatherless, or the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place. Ezekiel 22.7 In you they have treated father and mother with contempt. In you they have oppressed the foreigner, mistreated the fatherless, and the widow. Zechariah 7.10 Do not oppress the widow or the fatherless, the foreigner or the poor. Do not plot evil against each other. And lastly, Malachi 3, verse 5, So I will come to put you on trial. I will be quick to testify against sorcerers, adulterers, and perjurers, against those who defraud laborers of their wages, who oppress the widows and the fatherless, and deprive the foreigners among you of justice. But do not fear me, says the Lord, says the Most High, the Almighty. So I, I share this lengthy collection of passages so that we can begin to, to get the uh, cultural context for our parable about the widow within Jesus's Jewish culture uh, here this week. What we would today describe as um, Jesus's concern here is really a concern for social or societal justice. Working for social justice it's at the heart of what it meant to follow the Jesus of the Synoptic Gospels. It's a central theme even of the Hebrew prophets, the Hebrew prophetic justice tradition. And, and it's, it's, it's to this tradition that Luke's version of the Jesus story is adding its voice. And it strikes me very odd today when I hear Jesus followers making fun of or, or speaking derisively of those who work for social, political, or economic justice in our time. The Jesus of our stories was speaking throughout Galilee's villages to communities whose entire social fabric was being impacted by Roman imperialism. And this impact, it, remember, it enriched the elite at the expense of the masses. And in Jesus's audience, there would have been widows who knew this story by experience. They knew it firsthand. Jesus wasn't giving them a, a, a spiritual focus on, on post-mortem bliss to, to pacify them while they continued to suffer. Jesus's story here, it would have inspired them to continue to persist, to keep on going in their striving for very concrete temporal justice. They would have also have prayed for God to match their persistent efforts by, by making a way for them. But this parable, again, it does talk about prayer for sure, but, but it's not only about prayer. The widows in the audience of, 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 of Jesus that day listening to this parable would have been encouraged to, 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 to keep going. To, to remember the phrase that we, we read in the introduction is to always pray and not give up. Yes, they would have continued praying, but it would have encouraged them to keep working for justice. And if, if you're working toward justice and you find yourself feeling as if you're, you're swimming upstream against our society's strong currents, then the message is don't give up. And also noteworthy is the unjust judge's motive in this story. His motive is it's not fidelity to God or even concern for his reputation, what people may think of him. The judge in the story is concerned that this widow may eventually come 
and attack me, he says. The language for attack here would have been used to describe slapping someone in the face or giving them a black eye. So the judge acquiesces to the widow's demand for justice for fear of her demands that, that, that her demands might turn more violent. And this reminds me of the political motivations that led to, uh, for example, the partial victories of the civil rights movement during the Johnson presidency, faced with the demands of, of King's nonviolent movement versus the potential violence of other movements if changes weren't made, the government partially heeded demands for, for change. And nearly 60 years later, we still have a long way to go to repair the harm that was born from our, our national sin of, of racism, for sure. But the author of Luke this week, he ends this section with a reference, lastly, to the Son of Man. And, and a question here about whether when the Son of Man comes, whether there'll be faith on the earth, whether faith can be found. And again, this language is not concerned with post-mortem bliss, but with present world realities. The title Son of Man comes from Jewish apocalyptic literature, specifically Daniel 7. In Daniel 7, world empires are depicted as monstrous beasts that will one day stand trial before the throne of justice to face judgment for their atrocities. And in the end, the Son of Man comes and gives liberation to the people. In Daniel 7, 26, through 27, it says, but the court will sit and his power will be taken away and completely destroyed forever. Then the sovereignty, power, and greatness of all the kingdoms under heaven will be handed over to the holy people of the Most High. So from start to finish, the entire context of our story this week is about establishing justice on earth, ending violence, restoring what oppression has, has stolen. And, and lastly, the question is asked again, when the Son of Man comes, Will there be faith on the earth? And my challenge this week is 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 to stay with this, not to switch tracks at the end and hear faith in terms of 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 religious or or metaphysical claims. He's not asking if people will will believe in the divinity of of Jesus or or the existence of God. And that's not what that's not what's meant here by faith contextually. Given the focus of the story, faith is synonymous with persistence in praying for and working toward justice here on earth. It's about concrete change in our present systems. It's about persistence in our reordering of this present world. And this week's story, it moves me to do two things. It matters where I, like, like the judge in this week's story, have the power to change things and make our world a safer, just place. This week's story moves me to do so in matters where, like the widow, I don't have the power to change things myself. This week's story moves me to make those with the power continually uncomfortable until they do. And I don't know about you, but there are seasons when I get tired uh, of swimming against the various currents of injustice and the voices that perpetuate uh, those currents in our society, both inside and outside of Christianity. And I do believe it's okay to rest sometimes. We can accomplish more in the long run if we do take time to rest today. But, but there's also a time to persist rather than to quit. My mother used to remind me that when I felt like giving up, that's always darkest just before the dawn. And this week's reading, it encourages Jesus' followers not to give up. No effort invested in working toward a safe, compassionate, just world that is a home for everyone is in vain. We, we never 
never know what new concession from those who who wield power is just around the the next corner so keep going heart group application this week share something that spoke to you from this week's e-site or podcast episode with your heart group number two what are some ways that you balance rest and persistence in your own justice work share some of these with your group and then number three what can you do this week big or small to continue setting in motion the work of shaping our world into a safe compassionate just home for everyone thanks for checking in with us today right where you are keep living in love uh, keep choosing compassion keep taking action and and working toward justice remember you can find renewed heart ministries on twitter facebook instagram if you haven't done so already please follow us on your your chosen social media platforms for our our daily post and also if you enjoy listening to the jesus for everyone podcast uh please like and subscribe to the jfe podcast through the whatever podcast platform that that you use and consider taking some time this week uh, to give us a review this helps others find our podcast as well and if you'd like to reach out to us through email you can always reach us at info at renewedheartministries.com i love each one of you dearly i'll see you next week Thank you.